0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to Alarm Fantasy Football. In the immortal words of Rocky Balboa, I ain't heard no bell. That's right. We are getting ready, set and squared away to start talking about NFL Week 18. There are some fantasy football championships that are involved with Week 18, whether it's a two week championship, whether it's like you just play to the end of the season. But it's not just that also. We also talk about, you know, game flow and situations like that. So if you're in confidence pools, that, that goes till week 18. Best ball contest, you know, you get to sit and watch till week 18. But, you know, you want to root on your players, seek, figure out what your chances are so they can calculate that roi so properly that i see everybody on twitter for i'm howard bender andrew cooper here by my side what is up Coop? what's up gang and Tuesday, also happy new year dude i
1: haven't hap- seen you since the i year. know it's crazy dude. it's a whole new year now dude it's a whole new year uh we still got to wrap up this one and talk about week 18 because week 18 is a very in my opinion the most fun slate for DFS is week one because everything's so crazy. The prices come out so early. This might be the second most fun one because you've got, you know, all the other fantasy stuff is away and you've got teams that are in position to maybe start some backups. You've got teams that are going to give some guys a last look. Uh, I hear coaches already saying those reps are very important for these young guys. So this is where you take all those like young breakout guys. and You make some crazy lineups with that. So I'm very excited. Also, uh, for those that did the fantasy football uh, best ball leagues with us, I see Fatty McFats in the chat, Anthony Robert Flores. Uh, I'm putting together a big list of how uh, how we all fared in that one, who won, who didn't. And Howard, I got to say, I mentioned on the previous show, a lot of familiar names in here finished in the money in these best balls. I mean, our guy Jack Straw Kismet won two of them. I personally nice. did uh, my final count for fantasy alarm specific ones with members nineteen. Is how many we did at least i did our uh kismet one two uh obi-wan won. you know sellers uh money tastes bad icy through i mean the whole list everybody you can think of that was in there with us doing those grande fatty mcfads finishing the money hamburger finishing the money in one so a lot of fun we're gonna get going on those as soon as we can uh but for now Still, it's still this season, right? As you told me,
0: I think very recent. I think I got trounced in the underdog best balls. I, I like, which is you know kind of comical too, because then I'm you know I like look over and I'm like, okay, so I'm you know I'm 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 winning you know money in like you know these four BB tens that I did you know, and I'm and I winning money over at RT Sports, and then I go looking over at Underdog, and I was like,
1: <laughs> right. So you know what it was? Abusive. I was looking through a bunch of them, and Daniel Jones. The ones where I won, the, one thing, the ones where I, so I won a few, I finished with the money in, in a few of them. And in those leagues, those were the leagues that you sniped me on Miles Sanders and Michael Thomas. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it. And you and me in the leagues where we took Michael Miles Sanders, we got crushed. But when you took those guys from me, I won like all those ones because you saved me from myself so hey, you, there you go I'm you, happy you, do happy you do it you do get an it. assist you do get an assist for a couple of those ones i was looking through and i'm like what happened here oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> did
0: you um did you take down any uh any championships uh this this wonderful new year eve season
1: oh i not only took one down but i took down the the most important one the one i was playing against john and bella in oh. <laughs> It came down to uh, not the very last game, but it came down to the wire uh, with he was winning going into like the end of the four o'clock games and uh, a couple of guys, DK Metcalf. Uh, you know, they they pulled it through for me, just barely won. So shout out to John. I mean, we needed it bad in that league because they were <laughs> giving talking so much trash. They're like, oh, you know, have me on the show. I'm the professional now, you know, like taking my hat off my head. Oh, I'm a fantasy alarm, blah, blah, blah. But the fantasy alarm analyst did finish one and two in that league. So uh, everybody in that league is just going to have to eat it.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we, you know what? I mean, very similar in the Jam on Fantasy Football League, that I run and it's like it's you know half uh, sports guys and it's half uh, you know music guys rock stars lighting designers management stuff like that and then the only two fantasy analysts who are in there are me and Steve Gardner and I've won the one I've won I think it was uh, back in like 2017 I won the league and then you know Gardner has never won so we've been getting so much shit over the last couple of years from these guys and it was me and Gardner in the uh, in the finals this year and uh, and suddenly nobody had anything to say. Da-da-da. It was the quietest text chain I've ever been on. That's
1: that's what they do too, you know what I mean? They're all nobody ever comes they talk trash, they never come back and say, "Oh, by the way, good job," you know. So who who ended up taking it down? Do you receive
0: ah there he is big dog, big on dog this guy. one here ready by 0. 0.6 oh no i was i was down whatever it was 25 26 point whatever going into the night game Jaden reed on my team still to go i totally forgot about the night game like i was like looking on the app and i was like oh shit i'm gonna lose to steve you know but you know what it is it's steve gardner i love steve gardner right. if i'm going to lose to anybody in that league let it be steve gardner and uh, and go from there
1: steve's then, in there today hitting that F five button on the stack correction page, just like oh, listening. Well,
0: well, the funny thing was, was I sent out a text to the group because I forgot that there was there was like the night game, like you know, whatever it was, New Year's Eve, and we're dealing with like you know, my wife wants me to set up the the webcast for the fish show, and she's been like an absolute pill because she's not in New York right now. Um, You know, like that whole thing. So I like totally spaced it. And I just sent out, you know, I looked at a couple of the leagues that I do. uh, Shakedown Fantasy, which Jack Straw uh, was playing in the finals. Uh, He lost. Sorry, Jack. Um, But, you know, listen, Drew Davenport was a frigging beast all year long. So, you know, Davenport won that one. And so I like did a congratulations over there. And then I saw that my boy Frenchie was winning Animal Crackers. So I was like, all right, let I me mean, text him, you know, text the the group there. And then all of a sudden I like came to the group text for, you know, jam on. I was like, oh yeah, congratulations, Steve Gardner, blah 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 champion. Uh and then all of a sudden it was like that the when it when it happened where all of a sudden I when Jaden Reed took that lead for me. Uh, the text chain just started to fire up. Collusions, fucked up, it's cheating. Uh, what the hell is this about? all about? And then finally, like, one thing from Steve Gardner being like, well played, Jaden Reed. I would pref- He's like, I would have preferred if Jaden Reed had played the entire rest of the game. Just not that he like scored the second touchdown, beat me by point six, and then left the game.
1: It was like there you go, like, thanks for stopping.
0: Bye bye. See we you did later. What we got in there. He's
1: and- checking in, right? He's he's on the phone on the sideline. He's like, we got him. Okay, we got him. I'm out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, I just I can't go back yet. Yeah, so so. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a close one. I was very happy to do that. I get to pick the show now that uh, I get the trophy at set break, which is always a nice little presentation. Um, And then I won the military appreciation draft uh, that we did or hosted over at fantasy alarm uh, on Sirius XM. And those guys, great guys, like fantastic guys, a lot of F a nation guys, you know, also in there, huge shit talkers, huge shit. talkers. I can imagine to the point, like on draft day, this one dude who was like stationed in Japan is drafting it. Like, six o'clock in the morning, his time. And he's on the radio being like, yo, Howard. So I don't know if you remember this, but in those, uh, the DAV drafts that, uh, Dan Klaskin always runs. Um, I've been in a number of those drafts with you over the years and I've beaten you every time. Oh, are you you, going to poke the bear in the zoo? Is that what you're doing right now? Okay. Uh you know, points leader, yeah, I just I just steamrolled everybody in that in that
1: I, I, I tell you, man, it's like the mati- the military guys, the former athletes, like Drew Davenport, the poker players, there's a lot of very hyper competitive sharks out there just waiting, dude. So I can when you get leagues with those specific types of people, man, it can get spicy. Dude. It can get spicy. <laughs> I saw a clip of Marquis Brown saying that he traded himself away in fantasy football. And in the clip he goes He's like, I'm not getting it done out here. He's like, I'm not winning on the field. He's like, I gotta win something this year. He's like, I got. So he's like, I'm winning my fantasy league. I I gotta win something. I gotta get some sort of trophy. So that competitiveness, man, it comes through. So shout out to everybody that won Uh, again in the in the Discord chat. I'm gonna post the best balls at least, but uh, just fun to see that. I mean, I took down probably the most important contest of the year, obviously fantasy football survivor and by survivor i mean the survivor tv show with jeff probes <laughs> <Obviously. laughs> that ryan halbera once i dude i've come in last like every time so this year i was in there watching watching videos me and my wife taking notes so it's a you know what big year big year uh, yeah. i will say howard as i watched this this season your your contestant emily she grew on me a little bit she kind of redeemed herself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, like a think? fungus. Like a. Yeah, absolutely. It <laughs> wouldn't go away. Dude, it is so funny. if she got voted out early in the season, she, people would have hated her. Like she hung around long enough to make you like her a little bit,
0: I felt. So I have somebody who does my survivor rankings for me. I know me. you do. Okay. Oh, oh that's, right. that's right. So I'll just tell everybody. Jim <laughs> Blunt, my producer over at Sirius XM, her roommate is a survivor like feeling, yeah. and I had no idea about this. So uh, last year, I guess, yeah, it was last year, I went, you know, to, I started talking to her and then she ranked all the players for me, but she ranked, she does two sets of rankings. Two she sets, does, yeah. she does, uh, on, uh She does just based off of like what the write-up says and what she feels that they're saying over there. And then the other one is vibe. Like she watches videos with uh, them all yeah. in there. And so she does those and then like does like a composite ranking for me. It's a phenomenal process. I told her I would always subscribe to her Patreon if she I, ever wanted payment for these rankings. These are rankings that I will pay for. And uh, and and so I used her rankings again. So I won last you year. You crushed us last yeah, year. year. And literally after I saw that I had Bruce, Bruce and Emily. Emily. Right. I have like her the, up literally like, the most like,
1: annoying characters dude
0: i did
1: i did exactly how did those guys pass the vibe checked? check dude I, I did
0: exactly what um what a, a noob subscriber to fantasy sites does right like week one after the, after losing week one like these rankings suck these players are terrible what is wrong with you so I call her up and I did one of those to her. Uh, you know, just, a you are a smelly pirate right. hunker.
1: Yeah, yeah you know, I, I but you know your team did come around Your your, th- that was funny though. I was, I remember <laughs> that. Well, I was actually doing the show that night when you got her on the mic and you dogging her. Uh, but yeah, I took it down this year and I'm excited for next year, but let's get to back to fantasy football probably. Right.
0: Oh, let's do it. Let's do it and again. Like you said, shout out to the chat. Um, Angelo already throws in a, a question or a comment actually, which I think is definitely appropriate considering it's week eighteen. If if Jaden Reed is out this week, he's grabbing Bo Melton. So That's crazy. <laughs> um yeah, Bo Melton. Uh Angelo, you know, just always watch it on the Fantasy Alarm YouTube page. It's always the one you want to watch. Fantasy Alarm YouTube page. Uh so yeah, we, we we're getting rid of that second channel. So Appreciate that comment. Oh, there. is he is he in the Better Sports channel? He's probably in the Better Sports one, oh, which okay, has yeah, like, yeah. you know, like two people watching from there, one person watching from there, and then everybody else is here in the fantasy alarm.
1: I actually had somebody, Howard, in the Discord this week on Coop's Corner. They go, Man, love the content this year, loved it all. He's like, one thing I never got and I don't really get is the Twitch, the Twitch gang glasses. He's like, What is that? And cause they don't, they don't see it. So just for everybody out there that might not know, The reason we throw the Twitch glasses on is that we have people that watch on a different app, sometimes Twitch, and we like to give them a little shout out. So anyone that might give them, oh,
0: look at that!
1: There we go. There's There's one Twitch gang right there. Yeah. So shout out Air Jordan 420. Uh, We do have people coming in from Twitch. We know we like to support uh, the different platforms. So that's what the Twitch glasses mean for anyone that was confused. Because yeah, I, I after they said that, I was like, I could see why that might be confusing. If you didn't know that. So there you
0: go. Yeah. New year. We're gonna fix everything. There's we're gonna a lot of, it. there's a lot of stuff that's gonna be fixed, condensed, and all set up for you guys. It's a, it's a brand new year. We're just trying to finish the NFL season right now and then kinda yeah. take off there. So back to want to see.
1: Things you want to see, let me know. Go to Coop's Corner in the Discord. If there was something you wanted to see that we didn't do or things that you think we could change, say it right in there, especially regarding the Discord itself. Say that in there, and we'll do our best to get that together because I want to hear from you guys. So but yeah, back to the comment on Jaden Reed.
0: Yeah, if he's out, let's talk about Bo Melton. So the team actually just signed Bo Melton to the to the fifty-three man roster. Like he was practice squad. They pushed him back, they brought him back up already. They're locking him in here, which tells me that they, you know, obviously Christian Watson is not going to come back and play in week 18. But with Jaden Reed banged up here, does Bo Melton like move the needle for you if you're playing for a week 18 championship? So
1: it's going to boil down to who is healthy and who isn't. Because there's kind of a pecking order here. Christian, If Christian Watson plays... It's going to be Christian Watson. He's not going to play, right? So if Christian Watson doesn't – I'm not banking on it. Well, here's the thing. If Dontavian Wicks plays, then he takes the Christian Watson role, right? So it's like it would be Wicks and Romeo Dubs on the outside. Then you have a battle between Malik Heath and Bo Melton to see who is going to be the slot guy. And personally, from what I've seen, the problem is they both play an equal number of snaps in the slot, so it is kind of tough battle. I might side with Malik Heath over Bo Melton, but really, I mean, I... Bo Melton, Bo Melton with the hundred—that was the first hundred-yard game for any wide receiver on the on the Packers. So maybe they do just lean into him, but in an ideal world, Reed's out and Watts is out and Wicks is out, and then we know for sure it's Dubs, Heath, and Melton. In which case, I think I like Melton so uh it's very it's it's a dicey situation to say the least one that we can really take advantage of in DFS might be tough to trust in a, a real
0: league though dude I started look doing the watch list for DFS for week 18 and of course it's like it's, it's like, crazy dude oh there's just there's so much because you know you're trying to figure out you know who's in who's out and everything like that and and you know who who can still move? up in their in their seedings and everything i think the only you know with the exception of like 49ers and the ravens i think the only other team that's locked in like legit locked into their seeding, is the chiefs
1: chiefs yeah yeah they're they're the third seed no matter what right no matter what uh, So there's there's, there's one team one other that. there's one team that I could see, so I I was really digging into it, Howard, to see if I could pull anything. There is one other situation where I'm worried they might rest guys, and that is uh, the 49ers who could rest guys play the Rams, Mm -hmm. and the Rams, they can't, they're either going to be the 6th or 7th seed no matter what, and it doesn't necessarily matter as much. So if the 49ers rest guys, I could see the Rams potentially pulling guys too. So I'm also going to steer away from the Cooper Cup and Pukinokua because they don't have – like, does it even necessarily – I know you want to be the sixth seed over the seven because it gives you an off – an outside chance of having a home game. But the reality is it it doesn't really matter much. And who knows? Maybe they like that seven matchup better. A little bit more, yeah. Right? So that's the only other one. But I think you're right, Howard. Every other one – the people are playing right
0: dustin dustin uh lucky in the house here browns are locked into the number 5 season. oh that's yeah. that is that is true so yeah i don't anticipate i don't anticipate you know niners i don't really anticipate ravens i don't anticipate browns i i won't say you know chiefs cuz andy andy reeds one of the first guys to like pull yeah he is so i kind of you know i i steer away from uh from from those teams there um, there was something, what was the other situation that I was kind of eyeballing and looking at? Now I can't even remember what it was. I had a good point on it. If, if you- Oh, Detroit. So here we go. So Detroit clearly doesn't care about their seeding one way or the other because why go for like? I can understand going for two to beat Dallas right there at the end. You know, and just take take that win and do that. Right. But then the penalty happens and then you double down on that instead of like going to overtime and, and doing that. You know, by doing that, by, by not going to overtime, it showed me that Dan Campbell really, it, the seeding does not really affect him all that much. And so, you know, outside of just wanting to spoil Minnesota's chances, I could Minnesota needs the win. Plus they need a bunch of help to get in there. I kind of wonder if we don't see uh, many Detroit Lions out there this week, too.
1: Yeah, I'll honestly, that is interesting. And Dan Campbell definitely is one of those like he and he says it himself that the process is so far above the minutiae to him that like. You know, if that's the, what the process is between him and Brad Holmes and the gang and that's what they want to do, then I wouldn't be shocked at all that he just says, hey, you know what? We had a plan and that's the plan because he's been doing that all year and he tells everybody, hey, buckle up. You know what I mean? Or what do you say? Put on a diaper if you don't like him going for <laughs> if you don't like him going for it. So, yeah, I can see a few of them going either way. I wanted to ask you your opinion. Uh, and again, you know, it's this is always comes down to the coaches and organizations. But a couple of these situations, like for instance, the 49ers, they're playing a rival here. They can make sure that team has a worse seed. The Ravens are have their spot locked up, but they can eliminate the Steelers from playoffs. Like to you, you definitely you don't want guys from the division in the playoffs. Like, do you think that's important to them? to go out and make sure that whatever team gets that last playoff spot it's not their historic division rival they play twice a year or is it more important to make sure Lamar Jackson's healthy
0: it's definitely more important to to make sure your players are healthy right Zay Flowers was dealing with a calf issue before this past week like you know sit him you know Lamar doesn't need the game against Pittsburgh Pittsburgh needs the game right and so do you want so you know pittsburgh's going all out do you want to risk the health of your guys maybe you know maybe give them a quarter uh you know cup you know a series or two and 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 let them do it but no i think that i think we're going to end up seeing you know these teams kind of pull back a little bit you know remember this all started i don't remember who the player was that andy reed lost when he was with philly But Brian Brian Westbrook was that was it Westbrook that no, it wasn't (sighs) Westbrook. He lost somebody like right there. It was like the last week of the season. It was like heading into the playoffs and somebody got hurt. I don't remember who it was. It was was a couple of players actually. Yeah. And and from then on in, Andy Reid just stopped playing his guys. Yeah. So again, like I could see a quarter from like, you you know, San Francisco, Baltimore, Kansas City, Cleveland, but not really to the point where, you know, I feel like any of them can be trusted, right? You know, although I I do like Elijah Mitchell this week.
1: Justin says T.O. got hurt late in the season. I remember, I just remember T.O. playing with a broken leg in the Super Bowl, which was incredible. But uh, I don't know if that was that one. Uh, Yeah, I mean, a lot of interesting ones there. And I will say there's... uh, I've been trying to figure out the Patriots draft pick situation and it's, it's like impossible to figure out how the thing is if, if the Patriots and Redskins both lose, it boils down to strength of schedule, in which case like five different matchups like factor in. So I'm not sure if there's even a way to track that, unfortunately for, for fans on the other side. Yeah. I'm I'm not even. There's two battles. There's two (laughs) battles. (laughs) There's two battles going on. Uh, There's a battle for, the picks the picks that can get you your quarterback and then there's a battle for you know the actual playoffs so uh, well the they've, already, they've,
0: they've already been talking about it right the uh one of the one of the rumors or whatever is that the bears are already looking at shopping it traded trading that number one pick to either two or you know to either two or three whoever wants that uh, whoever needs that that player more just so that they can just take marvin harrison jr at three, after those, you know, after somebody takes the uh, takes the QB. Yeah, I think
1: that'd be smart of them. Uh, the Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Bears or the Cardinals would be great. Him going to the Patriots would be a nightmare, right? Oh, that would watch, be horrible. There, watch watch the Patriots trade up to one and take him. Watch the Patriots trade up to one and take like the fifth best tackle.
0: <laughs> what was the last time you saw the Patriots genuinely trade up for a guy? Um, in in the first round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they exactly. exactly.
1: They don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> they did trade up for. Uh, I think they traded up. I think they traded up this past year for the corner. No, I
0: mean no. I think it's pretty funny. Wait a minute, like they Belichick. Do how long has Belichick been the coach of the uh, of the Patriots?
1: I've handled twenty of balls. Twenty. 20- uh, this would be 23 years, I think, 22
0: years. So, so what, for your first 10 years of your life, the Patriots had first round draft choices. And then all of a sudden, like you That's became like a 10, 11 year old kid. And suddenly you were like, why does my coach keep trading? In 2010, round? in 2010,
1: I was free. <laughs> I was livid, dude. We had the pick that was Des Bryant. We traded. So listen to this. We traded our pick uh, to the Cowboys. And they took Des Bryant, right? And then we fall back, and I'm sitting here. I'm like, dude, I wanted him so bad. And then the next pick we had, Demarius Thomas, was available. And I was like, let's do that. And then we traded that pick to the Broncos, and they took Demarius Thomas. And I was like, dude, we are literally giving away all the wide receivers, and they turned out to be studs. The guy we took ended up being good, but it took, it was was a cornerback that then became one of the best safeties in the league in Devin McCourty. That's who we inevitably took, but I was dying, dude. I was like, the we were trading, we traded away our pick in the first round twice, and the player I wanted to be taken got taken both times.
0: R.I.P. Demarius Thomas. R.I.P. Brian's fantasy career. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too soon
1: and look at them McCordy thriving right so yeah there you go who's dude. had the
0: last laugh
1: now you got the last dude. laugh there yeah and then the second round the patriots took a tight end with a uh back issue uh named rob gronkowski so the 2010 draft actually turned out okay
0: ah uh, sometimes i hate when you talk
1: about the patriots <laughs> later <laughs> later on they took aaron hernandez so it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows but yeah, that draft was that draft was a roller. Coaster. Another
0: RIP. Another RIP. Yeah. What, what are we saddest about? Aaron Hernandez, Demarius Thomas, or Des Bryant's fantasy? Demarius. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: I know which one Luke's all is saddest about, but for me, it's got to be Demarius. Shout out to the
0: women say. of fantasy football and everybody who stood tall for the women of fantasy football. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get to some of the NFL news. <laughs> yeah, the gun clicking get, gets me too every time it happens
1: there. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, dude. That was that happened. Uh, for, that that uh, murder happened one block from where I was living at the time in North Attleboro in the industrial park that was behind my house so well, that I whole he thing like a straight ball at that coop. i mean right around the corner dude there were helicopters over my house forever
0: you guys don't know this is but like coop's tall dude right so even if he's like on the floor still like you know tough head's t- gotta get down the window gotta so get like, so down long.
1: dude <laughs> that's right dude
0: I'm sorry, Wilson from Home Improvement. Because nobody, because nobody in this chat room knows who Kilroy. Is.
1: I know Kilroy is. That's the uh, the drawing, <laughs> the Army, the green drawing. I was Kilroy
0: was here. I can't um. All right. So let's get to let's get to some more NFL talk here. Obviously, the news is nice and abundant right now. The games mostly all happen on Sunday. We had, uh, you know, yeah, it all happened on Sunday. Everybody took the day off on New Year's Day to just kind of like recoup and enjoy themselves. Not us a fantasy alarm. Coop's hot takes article was out bright and early in the morning. I was on the radio. Coop's fantasy fiasco, Brits Blitz. We don't take no days off, man. Not until this season is over. And this season doesn't not. end until the Super Bowl is finished. And then Coop's other season begins. So it oh, was the best season, the
1: season of rampant speculation. Oh, <laughs> it is. Well, I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so let's get to some of the news and notes that are around there because we are watching all these games. And so there are there. There are obviously some some situations that if you are playing fantasy or you're playing some DFS this week, you got to pay attention to. Number one, Josh Allen dealing with a minor neck soreness. Damn. I don't care. That Sunday night football game is going to be amazing to watch because the winner of that game wins the AFC East. Yes. They're both in, gonna be i think i think the bills need to win to win the afc east and clinch the playoffs but if they lose then they need somebody else to lose also in order for them to lock in their playoff position i think right they haven't right. clinched their position technically haven't clinched yeah so i mean that would be crazy
1: but that is gonna be the that's the number one game man that's not if one they game.
0: go to 10 and 7 and then all of a sudden you get like pittsburgh and houston going to 10 and seven also and then buffalo doesn't even make the playoffs
1: dude if buffalo doesn't make the playoffs man heads will roll what
0: was their uh what was their win total i mean they oh coming season? into the season brit flynn if you're in the in the room there yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i, I can't enough. remember it was there was there was it 10 and a half i feel like it might have been 10 and a half
1: i want to say it was higher than that man I want to say 10
0: no, it's and a half. 10 and a half. It was 10 and a half. Oh. So Britt Flynn is going to be locked in. I might have to listen, and I love you, Bill's Mafia, but for the shit that Britt took over the course of like early on in the off-season and even during the season, when she had a she had a little video out on um on YouTube, on our YouTube, a short reel talking about taking the under on the Bills win total. And people Destroyed I don't like that. Destroyed her. How right? dare you? I, oh, sorry, Dust. Dustin, the you know, Bills need to win. If they lose, they need either a Steelers loss or a Jags loss or a Houston Indy tie. Look at Dustin. Dustin's like sharp man on, it, the, uh, on the thing here. Yeah, Dustin's always plugged in. Okay, so. But now Steelers? I'm looking for Miami just so that Brick can, uh, can just, you know, repost that and be like, haha, motherfucker. So the the Ravens, I
1: mean, yeah, the, that could be an incentive for the Ravens to beat the Steelers. It would be nice to not have the Bills in the playoffs. Oh, oh god, the, be amazing. The, oh, the Ravens the Ravens should definitely let the Steelers win. I, I think you know what, I think they should test out Tyler Huntley. It's you know you got to make sure Tyler Huntley's ready to play. <laughs> it's not all the Patriots stuff. It's not has nothing to do with any of this Patriot stuff here. But I think that this would be a good week to let Tyler Huntley
0: uh, Look get at you. See, I'm all about family first, right? I'm rooting for Britt, <laughs> Flynn, and you. You're like, oh yeah, it's uh, me, 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 get me, me, me. Catum,
1: yeah. I'm just team. I'm team chaos now. I'm team chaos
0: 100. Like I any, mean, a fun team to be on. Uh,
1: no I, honestly, it's like I, now I all this time I would sit back, like when the Patriots were doing well, and I would just look at the teams that were at the bottom, and I would say, just root for your team to lose. Like it was easy to say that. Now that I'm in the position, it is hard. Like I, it is hard to sit there and watch the Patriots and root for them to be bad. I find myself still rooting for the big plays and
0: and stuff. So I now I
1: understand the plight. I I get it.
0: Oh, you mean you're like a regular person now? You're not an immortal anymore? Oh. <laughs> we haven't had a parade in like two years. Shout out to MG403. Took down two championships this year, one of which Standard Dynasty League that he's been in for 13 years. Yeah. Thanking us. Thank you. Listen, I love these things. You know, I was it was so funny. I was I made a, a, a crack about the ROI comment. Cause I see all these fantasy analysts talking about their ROI and and I'm like, who gives a shit about your personal ROI? I want to know what the ROI is for all your subscribers, all your friends right. who you gave fantasy advice to. Like how many MG 403s are coming to you and saying, thank you for everything that you've done. Go look at my Twitter page. I retweeted a whole mess of things from, from the fantasy alarm family. Um, You know, my my buddy Sherm just hit me up and he was like, dude, Jaden Reed won me the Super Bowl. I told him to play Jaden Reed uh, over, I think he was, I think he had Tyler Lockett, was the other option there. So, you know, like that's what matters to me the most is how people do in their leagues using our advice, using our tools, and just seeing the way everything else just ended up this season for everybody and seeing all the messages and emails and texts and everything flowing in? Exactly. You guys crushed it this year. You guys crushed it. We helped. Yes, fine. But you guys are the ones in the end who, makes the, who make those final decisions, set those lineups, do that fab bidding, whatever the case may be. You're the one who puts in the work in order to make that happen so kudos to all of you for your championship wins exactly
1: you're the you're the main characters we're like the npcs along the way right it's like you're it's your show it's your team and, and i'm like you know i'm like the scarecrow right howard's like the tin man
0: and mean, we're just kinda, i'm a blue shirt guy dude what are you talking about <laughs> blue shirt guy i'm blue shirt guy go watch go
1: watch free guy and then, oh, right. the free guy! Oh my God, that's that is
0: such a good movie, man. So, so yeah, I'm t-shirt shirt guy, all Right. T-shirt guy, right? Just helping you out along. We're about way. to shake this shit up, people. I'm telling you, with <laughs> what we've got coming ahead for Fantasy Alarm, we're going to shake shit up to the point where y'all, everybody's going to want to be a part of it. You're going to want to live in our Discord. You're going to want to hang with the family. I'm just telling you, we got. So much. Like I'm I'm also I'm also like, I'm like Kilroy here and everything down here is all fantasy baseball stuff now, too, because the guide's coming out. So I'm trying to finish the season strong, but we know that fantasy baseball is right around the corner. So everything's going and everything's blowing up. And I'm loving it. We, we never neglect any community, though. That's the thing is that, you know, we know
1: Impemba's got to go do basketball and you got to do baseball. We got the guys doing hockey. But you know what? Me, Britt Flynn, Kev Tompkins, we'll be staying right here on the ship. You know, so while they got to go, while they get to go off and do their their fancy baseball, right? We'll be here on the we'll be here holding down for football all year, and I'm talking uh, dynasty stuff, free agency right away, and then best ball starting in February, right? And we're rocking it, and we're gonna win some moolah once again. So
0: let's. I love it. Me too. All right, back to the NFL news here. A lot of quarterback stuff. There's a lot of quarterbacky things going on. Um I love that quarterbacky shirt quarterback-y. that he's wearing quarterback It's not quarterbacky yes. enough Absolutely. Uh Trevor Lawrence with the shoulder he's hopeful that he's going to play against the Titans Jags need that win to lock down that division Um Tua's got a shoulder issue McDaniel's saying he's not really worried about it but that's something to keep an eye on because Miami has already punched their ticket to the playoffs They would like to have that division title in there, but I don't see Mike McDaniel putting two at risk uh, if uh, if he's that concerned about it. Um, Harbaugh is not decided if Lamar's going to play, so I'm probably going to count him out. Um, here's a, a, a crazy one: so Minnesota, who's quarterback? And he, he Kevin O'Connell says he knows, but he's not going to release it until Friday. Um, it's got to be Nick Mullins, doesn't it?
1: I feel like it's got to be now. Yeah, it has to be. You can't. I just. What if it's job? What if it's Dobbs? Right? Just out of out of left field. Bring him back.
0: I'm okay with that. I'm okay as long as it's Dobbs or or Mullins. As long as it's right. not Jaron Allen, it means that Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson are usable components. I mean, with Nick Mullins the game Hall, before. Sorry,
1: my bad. Hall. Yeah, Nick Mullins the game before last justin jefferson had like 160 yards didn't he like i mean i don't know how you looked at yeah, that they threw
0: four picks and they were like oh you're
1: gone yeah it's like i don't know for fantasy football i'm cool with that throw as many picks as you would feel like it
0: tom Tomy, boom fantasy championship
1: love that let's go <laughs> by 56 points dude that's a shellacking right that is a whooping <laughs> <psh, psh>, <laughs> that, that was over at one o'clock huh I
0: love those, dude. Yesterday's fantasy alarm show was just like a, a, a just a parade of champions. Everybody's just talking about what they won and how they won. It was so. It was probably one of the most braggadocious shows I've ever done. But I'm ready to just do this all week here. So keep it all going in this chat, folks. I am mm. very, very super excited about it.
1: Let's go, dude. I was with Pemba physically on the night that i beat him and he you know in pemba he's just not even fun to talk trash to i was doing my best and he was just like yeah whatever you know? <laughs> I, was like, I did remind him many times and the thing is the party we're at at least half the league was there because it was like a, lo- a local group so <laughs> i definitely i was so annoying the one of my buddies he's just uh, like one of my buddies' girlfriends was like oh so you beat john and i was like well technically i beat everybody I beat him and I beat him and I beat him (laughs) and I beat her and I beat her, right? I was like, but I beat John last and most. So, yes, technically I did beat John. Like I was being real annoying, but John is impervious to that stuff, man. He's been doing this too long. I think this is John's 12th season doing this.
0: All right. What's what's more annoying, you doing that at a party or me in the league manager note here for the Jam on Fantasy Football League, Um, I did quotes from everybody. (laughs) I wish I was able to beat Howard Bender, Steve Gardner, USA Today. This is all on the homepage. I wish I was as cool as Howard Bender, Ari Fink, Fish Radio. I wish I was Uh, as smart as Howard Bender, Brad Sands, Red Light Management. (laughs) I wish I was as handsome as Howard Bender, Bob Weschusen, ESPN. I did a quote for everybody in the league.
1: You got to get that to Burns to make like a, a magazine cover, fantasy magazine cover with the <laughs> <laughs> like little, little blurbs on the side, like little snippets, uh, little, <laughs> little quotes.
0: <I> <laughs> uh, oh.
1: 10 things I learned from playing with Howard Bender, but you know, what the quotes, right? Like, dude, yeah, do
0: that. <laughs> How amazing would that have been if that sound effect went and I was able to pop out a little smoke there with that? Legendary. Um, Bucks coach Todd Bull says Baker Mayfield dealing with sore ribs should be good to go week eighteen. You know the Bucks can clinch their third straight divisional title <laughs> this weekend. I feel like I mean they're definitely going to go for it, and I feel like you know Mike Evans who's a free agent at the end of this year he wants to like. Not just, you know, I mean, listen, you know, the playoffs are the playoffs, but like really show out here in the end because he's going up against like J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin will float over and, you know, help double team probably a couple of times. But like, I feel like Mike Evans is a free agent really wants like I'm I'm in on Baker and Mike Evans this week a little yeah. more on
1: Mike Evans than Baker. Mike Evans. I mean, I know again, last time they played the Panthers, uh, they know Von Bell. I think J.C. Horn was banged up. J.C. Horn's still kind of banged up, but Mike Evans dropped, well, like 160 hearts last time these teams played. So, yeah, Mike Evans definitely, in a must-win game, Mike Evans has got to be locked into whatever lineups you have out there.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, Angelo's saying that in one of his two leagues, he's got Purdy and Mahomes. Uh, (laughs) Both are projected for under five points, which means I guess they're not playing. Imagine that you've had Purdy and Mahomes all year long and now you played a week 18 and you've got to pick up Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Oh, no, he's dealing with an ankle injury, so we all oh. know about his status there. And that's and Rudolph. I guess Sam Darnold, I would pick up Sam Darnold.
1: Sam Darnold. Yeah, it's like you can't start like CJ Beathard, even if. Yeah. Oh, man, what a mess that is. So gross. Sam Darnold throwing the who? Because like even Juwan Johnson's banged up. So we're talking like uh Ronnie Bell. And uh <laughs> it's gonna be a scraggly game, brother.
0: You're entering a world of pain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm Oh, 10 team. Love is on the waiver wire. Okay, yeah. Oh, at, at Jordan right Love immediately. Now. Immediately. Immediately. I like Love's yeah. matchup this week. Absolutely. The the un- underdog,
1: shout out to our friends at Underdog. We should probably do some picks on that. Underdog has the number set for Jordan Love at like two forty five uh for passing yards this week, which I mean, if that's what they're setting the 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 number, I'm feeling pretty good about Jordan Love. You no. Know?
0: I'm feeling very good about Jordan Love. This is why. I mean, I said this is why I, I might like you know keep a close watch on Bo Melton just this week. You know, I mean, listen for me personally, I don't have any leagues that played a week eighteen, but I'm doing all the DFS work right now, and so you know the scores, the scores from the playbook, the optimal lineup from the playbook group were insane this week, absolutely insane. I didn't even I'm like I'm wondering how the hell I didn't build a lineup with like these optimal lineups there looked that easy to put together but nevertheless I'm doing it all here for week 18 and yeah so I'm kind of you know I'm you know I'm I'm looking at that whole Packers situation there because I think it's a great matchup for them and you know Jordan Love definitely wants to finish out the season nice and strong and he gets a you know a tough defense tough pass rush in Chicago but their coverage numbers still kind of soft so I like t- you know Tucker Kraft uh, possibly Bo Melton. There's a number of guys uh, from Green Bay who I'm watching. So, yeah, Love is definitely the guy who uh, who I would definitely do there. Uh, Angela, you're right. Let's let's talk about underdog fantasy. Um, like I said, so I might have gotten shellacked on my best balls on underdog fantasy, but I am making money playing their pickups. Right? We give the picks here uh, each day. Coop and I are on this show Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, so we're making picks. These picks are hitting. Uh, here's the QR code right here. You can click on that, you know, scan that, or just go to fantasyalarm.com underdog. Use the promo code ALARM. You'll get an instant deposit match up to $100 on your first pick. So we don't have any featured picks yet. We'll take a look and see what that happens closer to Thursday. But in the meantime, where are we looking right now? I'll tell you what. The one that I was looking at, I was looking for, is not posted yet. But I will see what Elijah Mitchell's rushing yards are going to be against the Rams, who could end up playing their second-string people. But the guy who I want, oh, yeah, look, Brian Burns.
1: Burns. He knows. He knows what you're thinking.
0: This is what I'm eyeballing, so be on the lookout for the next two days when we look about Elijah Mitchell. In the meantime, I am locking down Nico Collins, 72.5 receiving yards. I'm going to say higher. Oh, listen, this is a a game that Houston needs. Houston wants. I mean, can you imagine D'Amico Ryans and CJ Stroud taking the Houston Texans to the playoffs in their first season? They need the win. They want the win. You attack the outside corners with wide receivers. That is Nico Collins' wheelhouse. Give me Stroud, who had some rust on him this past week, which was a little on the disappointing side because I thought he would do better. But now in this game on Saturday, oh, yeah. Nico Collins, 72 and a half receiving yards, Coop, higher.
1: Yeah. I'm liking it, man. I, I, There's so many good candidates for coach of the year that D'Amico Ryan's – they don't like giving it to first-time coaches sometimes, but I think he's just as deserving as anybody. Obviously, Shane Steichen and uh, Dan Campbell and all those guys are in the running too, but, man, what he's done there,
0: changing the culture, I love it. Uh, I mean, gonna- Campbell, Campbell I could see – Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about this. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. Let's talk about Underdog. Let's finish off. What's your
1: pick? And here's what I got here. And I'm leaning into a coaching narrative as well, which is that the Buffalo Bills, since they fired Ken Dorsey, they've run a much, much more balanced offense, right? And they've won all three of these games since they fired the offensive coordinator, right? Uh, And if you go and look at what they've done, Stephon Diggs, a guy who had to, he played ninety nine percent, ninety five percent, and ninety eight percent of the snaps mid season against Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, and Denver. The last three weeks, he's played forty six percent, sixty percent, and sixty five percent of the snaps. So not only is he not like really crushing it out there, but they're they're just running a more balanced attack, rotating people through. I can see them continuing to do the same thing, and Stephon Diggs in a, a tough matchup here not cracking his number. So I'm actually going to go lower on 66 and a half for Stefan Diggs, a number that he hasn't even come close to in four weeks. He hasn't even surpassed 50 yards in four weeks. And he's only passed this number in one of the last seven weeks. One of seven that he's gone over that number. So I'm going to go with uh, lower on Stefan Diggs.
0: Averaging fewer than 50 yards per game over the last 10 weeks. How about that one? yeesh and the thing is
1: you know early early in the year he was they were leaning on him hard they were peppering him and they were losing some of those games man so i don't it's hard to argue with what they're doing all of a sudden with the uh the coaching change you know shout out to our guy uh joe brady probably probably going to be a popular uh head coaching interview candidate for sure
0: he's definitely going to be a popular head coaching candidate i'm very curious to see what happens with buffalo uh you know if they miss the playoffs like oh, what's gonna happen there? Do they do they really try and retain Joe Brady if they make the playoffs and then they, you know, they they're they're missing a component? I was I was sitting there kind of wondering, you know, I was looking at like, you know, free agents and stuff like that. And uh yeah, it was uh you know, lots to do here. Let me just wrap up our underdog segment. I'm, right, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like I'm thinking about I'm it Mr. too. I'm like we're trying to do a hundred things at once. Cool. Yeah. You're you're like on the ball. I'm Mr. Tangent here today. <laughs> I want to talk coaching. I want to talk free agency. I want to say that fantasyalarm.com/underdog is the place to be. Promo code alarm gives you an instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. You can zap that QR code, or again, go to fantasyalarm.com/underdog. Use that promo code alarm. Those are our picks. We'll have more of those. Coming up over the next two shows. Well, now I don't even know where to go. Yeah. I will say, coach of the year. With, I will wanted- with the
1: hundred. I we got to a lot of stuff there. With the hundred bucks there, I would go up to a hundred. And personally, because even if you don't want to do the pickums, we we have best ball league starting up soon, and you're going to use the bonus funds. So yeah. that's my advice. Obviously, you know. If you can't afford 100 or whatever, then just put in, they'll match up whatever you put in. But it's not just the pick them at underdog. We do all a lot of best balls over there. So you're going to get in with, you're going to get invested with that, with that doubt.
0: Yeah. 100%. Agreed. 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 Um. Well, I don't even know. I've got so many things running through my head. Coop, where do you want to go? Uh,
1: I mean, coach the year real quick is that because there's a lot of them where it seems obvious, right? With like, def- Rookie of the year and defensive player of the year, and some of those, but coach of the year, I think it's up in the air, man. Dan Campbell's very interesting. Shane Steichen to me is one where this Colts team, if they make the playoffs, missing their quarterback, missing Jonathan Taylor, you know, letting go midseason, one of the like legendary defensive players for this team, I think he's in the running too. Are there any other names you want to throw in the hat?
0: D'Amico Ryans we yeah, mentioned? D'Amico I mean, Ryans is my – like, I like I like Campbell and I like D'Amico Ryans. Those are my two guys. I love Arthur Smith, but, you know. <laughs> Imagine
1: if he won Coach Th- – if they want as much engagement on social media as possible, oh, that's God, the, guy, I
0: mean, that's the sure. guy you give the award to, right? Um, But, I mean, listen, yeah, I think D'Amico Ryans – because, you know, when you look at what the talent level that Dan Campbell has plus the talent level of, you know – I mean, I guess Shane Steichen not having Anthony Richardson after a while, not having Jonathan Taylor for the like, the beginning of the uh the season and really just kind of holding everything together. That's definitely if they make the playoffs, um, I could see that. I just I, I just love the fact that Houston was like in this whole rebuild mode. And look at what they're doing. I mean, Devin Singletary was a was a cast off. He's he's beaten out. Damian Pierce right I mean that's you know that was a huge thing and shout out to you Coop for being the guy who put everybody in on Devin Singletary early on in the uh in the preseason that was a hell of a call that you made we talked about the reasons behind using the pass catching running back Devin Singletary's role and he's just really I mean he turned it out even better but You know, Nico Collins, uh, you know, Tank Dell was going to be a project. Uh, You know, Noah Brown was uh, your slot receiver. There weren't a lot of great weapons and there wasn't a lot of great things going on with this team. This team was like in the middle of like a culture change and a total makeover. Mm -hmm. And Ryan's has come in and I mean, and and he puts them if they win the division. For real. And
1: I'll tell you, they went out, they knew the offense they had to build, and they built it, right? Like even signing Andrew Beck, the fullback, go out, get the best fullback available. If you're going to run the same offense as the 49ers who have Kyle Juszczyk and as the Dolphins who have Alec Ingold, you got to go out and get the best pieces for that, and they did. And I'll tell you what, looking back at it and looking at this Miami Dolphins team, my the Miami Dolphins really could use Dalton Schultz in that offense as a two-way tight end that can that gets the football and the texans made the move to get him building the same offense and that that could be a difference maker at the end of the day you know yeah. there's not a lot of free agent tight ends the best free agent tight end next year is like hunter henry so i'll tell you making those moves uh whether it's the gm or whether it's the coach that gets an
0: award i mean they definitely deserve some acknowledgement over there angela throwing Stefanski's name into it lost nick chubb huge yeah. quarterback issues with deshaun watson Beyond Belief, um, yeah, that's another one that is really, you know, and they dealt with, you know, a number of injuries on defense, too, and they seem to make it through. Stefanski's a a very intriguing option as well.
1: I mean, there's a lot of them, dude. There's a lot of them. For GM, there's a few different ones, too, that you could throw out there. And I I feel- of the year that we're- I feel like you could give it to Howie Roseman any any given year, but he gets it all the time—the Executive of the Year award. But I mean, what Howie Roseman did—you know—in the draft, especially to replace the guys they lost—I mean, just crazy. It's just, you know, and then there's some teams that just didn't do enough. And I, honestly, the Bills to me feel like one of those teams. They they needed another wide receiver. Yeah,
0: they needed another wide receiver. I kind of you know. I mean, would it surprise you if they like went after either? Mike Evans or T. Higgins in the offseason and they kept they tried to keep everything that's going on there right now. And they turn around and they say, hey, listen, Joe Brady, stay with us, and everybody stay with us, and let's just keep this together here. Let's bring in that extra wide receiver. I don't know if they'll be able to get away with it, but it's it's gonna be a good year to be a free agent, big body tight end, because
1: I look at the Detroit Lions and that's exactly what they're missing too and i look at the Bengals, and if they lose T Higgins, they're going to need one too so big bodied wide
0: receiver not a tight end what i say
1: oh yeah sorry wide receiver
0: yeah, not tight, tight end, end. Oh, no, you no, said no, no. you said detroit which immediately put you, you know little wrong. sam laporta and then maybe just maybe we were talking about buffalo so you could have I been teaming up about yeah, they, Dalton Kincaid those teams they have i think that's when it was those teams they have
1: <laughs> i mean if you think about it they have the the flanker Right. They have slot guys, especially the Lions. That's the one thing the Lions are missing. They have everything else, in fact. So those guys are going to get paid by these guys. I mean, you look at the success of, you know, Nico Collins, Michael Pittman, a lot of these teams, obviously, Tampa Bay with Mike Evans. You got that big body guy isn't going away. Teams try to get away with not having it. But uh, when the push comes to shove and guys are getting jammed to the line of scrimmage, got to have that guy.
0: Anthony says the Panthers are in on the mix for a big number one wide receiver, too. Yeah. I think they're they're in the market for a lot more than just the big DJ one. <laughs> <What>? DJ Chark <laughs> Char ain't it, though. He's right. No, he's so definitely not. You look at the body. Yeah. <laughs> but they got their boy in Tommy Tremble. Tommy.
1: Honestly, dude. If, they got their tight if, end. If the most important thing was hurdles, Tommy Tremble would be
0: tight end one. I think I'm using Tommy Tremble in DFS this week. Doing it? Carolina going up against Tampa Bay. He's a, he
1: every once in a while he gets an end around too. They he's an interesting cat that time.
0: I think too. Andy Dalton's going to end up quarterback, and I don't know if Bryce Young's going to even quarterback this last game. He oh, got yeah. he got wrecked in uh in, on Sunday. He got like beaten up hard. I don't know if they if they just put him out there and they're like, go ahead, kid. I
1: don't know. They do say reps are important, but maybe time to have them watch a game from
0: upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, all right, listen, we got, I mean, there's so much. We got two more days here before Thursday night. There is Is there Thursday night football? Who is it? There is no Thursday night football.
1: No, yeah, very strange. Right. They're doing all three, right. so, two games Saturday, and then everything else is Sunday. The, is the national championship on Monday, or is that two weeks away for college football?
0: I think it's is that Monday? That, that, It's Monday this this coming Monday.
1: Yeah, so that's why there's no Monday Night Football either. So, yeah, big
0: weekend slate. All right. Well, Coop and I will be here tomorrow. We'll also be here on Thursday, same time, everything. Just, you know, go to that Fantasy Alarm YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button, right? And uh, obviously hit a like button too. But hit that subscribe button. Get all the notifications because... Once the regular season does end, we're gonna kind of shift some schedules around. We're gonna we're gonna own this one to three PM Eastern block. Like it's just a matter of which shows are gonna be, you know, doing. Like are we doing multiple shows for the, you know, alarm fest? All that stuff there. One to three PM Eastern is where you wanna be, is right here from now till the end of time. How about that?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. Bingo. Lock that in. Lock that down.
0: Lunch. Tell your boss you need two hours for lunch. You do need two hours for lunch. Absolutely. Absolutely. But all right, that's going to do it for died. us here today. Huge thank you to Brian Burns. He keeps trying to slip in these uh, these these humorous drops. Good job, Burns. The best. Big thank you to all of you guys for checking us out here and uh, and the comments in the chat. I love the discussion. Let's keep this going. Talk more free agency again, everything like that. But we will get you guys all set and ready for week 18. coop's gonna have rankings on the site he's gonna have his tight end yin yang uh going there I'm gonna have the DFS watch list that'll probably be out tomorrow morning so no rest for the weary we got you guys covered here for Andrew Cooper I'm Howard Benner. this has been alarm fantasy football we'll catch you next time
1: howdy else turd nuggets <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>